Okay. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Empowerment with Elizabeth. Today I'm here with my sweet friend and successor for my Miss Richardson and Miss Texas title, Lizzie. And she is going to talk a little bit about her platform. So Lizzie, if you want to give us a little bio. Hi guys, I'm Lizzie. Like Liz said, um, I'm from Texarkana, Texas, and I'm currently a sophomore at the University of Arkansas studying biology, pre-med track, hoping to be an anesthesiologist. And I do a lot of work with mental health management and goal setting. Love, 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 love. Okay, so talk a little bit about your platform is called the Buddy Blueprint. So talk about the acronym Buddy, what it stands for, what the purpose is, all the things. Yeah, so the Buddy Blueprint is a leadership curriculum that I developed my junior year of high school. I had gone through my own personal journey and realized there are so many ways to find the power of your potential. And so I was like, I want to make it fun and interactive for kids to be able to achieve their goals and to also learn how to manage their mental health, because that's the first step in becoming a leader. And so the acronym stands for believe in yourself, use positive thinking, do your best always, don't give up, and you are not a you are not alone. So it's just reminding you that there's always going to be someone that's going through the same things as you. You have to band together, work together. Communication is key in this to have your voice heard and then to also make sure that your feelings, they're they're valid and you need to take action and know that they're valid and have a plan for that. I love that. And I feel like that's applicable to literally all ages. That's like something that like I am literally just now like processing through is like, how to like accurately like feel my emotions and not be like ashamed of them, which is crazy because I'm literally 23, but it's also something that young kids go through too. So I love that. Um, Why is mentorship essential to school-age children? School-age children, their brains are still developing. So they're still learning right from wrong. They're still, they're taking in the world every single day and trying to make sense of it. And when we sort of step in and give them um, not constructive criticism, because I don't like to use that word, I um, I call it positive adjustments. That's what I call it when I go to schools is positive adjustments, because we're trying to learn from everything that we go through. There's always a lesson in anything you hear, anything you see, and anything you do. So it's important for them because they're going to learn from people who are in front of them. They're going to learn from their teachers. They're going to learn from their parents and they're going to learn from their friends. So we need to make sure it's a positive environment for them to grow and also to flourish and do what they love to do and not to shoot them down. Even if you don't think that that's a good idea for them, we need to let them figure that out on their own. I love that. That just builds confidence. I mean, I'm thinking about like my mom's preschoolers and even just like giving them a choice between like um, something as simple as which type of soap do you want to use today before we wash our hands before a snack like that just those little things give kids so much confidence so I love that and I also love that you don't use the word constructive criticism because I didn't even realize it until you just said it but like that is so triggering to me to hear like constructive yeah. criticism because usually that means I'm going to tell you something that is actually my opinion and not a fact, but I'm going to phrase it as something that you literally have to change. Um, So I love that you're talking about like making it positive and genuinely making it an option and then giving the kids the opportunity to do that. So I love that. Um, It's best, best, I think, that when you keep it positive because then they're not going to say, oh, there's something wrong with me then. And they're just going to see it as, oh, I'm growing. I'm still learning. Let's keep doing it. Yeah. Or even just like situational, like it doesn't have anything to do with me. It's just like the situation. This is the best choice to make in that Mm -hmm. specific situation and not something that I need to like stress about every single day and make sure that I'm doing correctly. So 
So true. Okay. So what are the most important skills for leaders to have and how do you teach kids the leadership skills? I think the there's the big two for me, especially that I try to work on the most are humility and good communication. I think when a leader is humble, it shows that they know where they've come and they know where they're at now. And I think that for me, I competed in the Miss America organization for six and a half years, never won an award, never placed, never won a title. That's over 50 local competitions. I just fell on my face at pretty much. And so I kept coming back and then I finally won. And now I'm an inspiration to the girls who are just starting because I have a story and I'm staying humble with that because I know how hard it is to win. And after I did it, I'm like, I succeeded. Let's keep going. Let's inspire others to follow their dreams and share my story and maybe encourage them to get involved in a sport, get involved in a club, or just get involved in leadership in general. And then I teach the kids most of the time. There's I have one favorite activity and it's called You're a Piece of the Puzzle. And it's a life-size puzzle that has an inspirational quote. I had it made especially for this and everybody has a giant puzzle piece. And so they have to use good communication skills to see whose puzzle piece is gonna go where. And they also have to be able to voice their opinion as well and know, be confident that they have the right piece when I call a certain number for that certain part of the puzzle. I love that. What a good idea. I might steal that from you and use it for my platform. (laughs) Like, I literally love that. Um, I also love that you talk about um, how being a humble leader is so important, especially like in pageantry. Like, I love when people, especially like at state and national competitions, bring up like literally to even get on this stage is like you're taking a risk because you're putting yourself out there and you very well might not win. There's only one person that wins. So the rest of you lose. <laughs> like that's just yeah. the reality. So it's so true. Like even just participating is a win in of itself. 1000%. Um, okay. So what is your favorite thing about your CSI? Cause you're obviously super passionate about it. So a lot of it is my favorite part overall is definitely going into schools and going into special needs life centers. I have made a lot of meaningful connections with younger elementary students, but I think the one that makes the biggest impact, I still talk to her every single day. She has my phone number. She texts me, um, is a special needs lady. Her name is Becky. And I met her when I was doing my six-week program at her life center. And she would sit front and center every single time. And she would ask the attendant lady, she was like, when is Lizzie, when is Miss Lizzie coming back? Is she coming back? And so every day I'd be there and she goes, I'm ready to learn. I remember what you taught me last week. And right before I left Miss Texas, and I don't want to tear up, um, but um, she told me, she goes, do you remember the lessons you taught me? And I said, yes. She goes, use those at Miss Texas. And I was like, And it was just like a heartwarming moment because you realize that you're actually making a difference. And I think that's really important for me is to see the impact is just the biggest thing and the biggest, it puts the biggest smile on my face to know that what I'm actually doing is working. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and she really hit you with that Uno reverse because mentoring her, like she's like telling you something, which I'm, I mean, like everybody goes into state week, I feel like at least doubting themselves in some way. And so to have that, um, brought up right before you go like I'm sure you were like you're right <laughs> yeah <laughs> no I, more attention to that myself definitely definitely <laughs> okay our final question or actually no not our final question I'm like reading I'm, I don't even know what's wrong with me what's the most <laughs> difficult part of your CSI um it was probably 
getting into the schools when I did not have a title because the title opens a lot of doors for you. And that's when I started like getting into more and more schools. Um, But I started off at my mom's school actually because the principal knew me. So when I didn't have a title, he trusted my mom enough to trust me to be able to come and talk to the students. So definitely getting into the schools before I was a title holder was definitely the hardest. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I don't even like what what advice would you give to people who don't have somebody in education who to do that without having that already like made connection, if that makes sense and no title? I would say maybe even going back to your school, like maybe going back to your high school, maybe going back to your middle school, because the teachers and the principals, if they haven't left, you know, they're they're going to know you. And if you were a good student, they're going to realize that you, you can be a role model for the kids. And right. so. But if it's like another school, I think just openly communicating with them and giving them your resources that you're using, telling them that this is what you've done. This is what I'm involved in. I have references. I think that's a really big thing. And open communication is key. Yeah, I love that. Um, Okay, this that kind of ties us into our actual final question. (laughs) If you were to give one piece of advice to someone interested in getting involved with mentorship, what would it be? Just start that's the biggest thing is just starting. It might seem scary to go to a club meeting where you know no one. It may be scary to ask someone in your sorority, maybe it's one of the people on exec to be like, hey, I had this great idea. We should start doing this for our new members. Just start. Because for me, that was the biggest step that I took. And now I've reached over 5 million people worldwide. I have, my lessons have been in Uzbekistan, Germany, and the Netherlands. And that would have never happened if I wouldn't have opened up my computer, started a Google Doc and saying, this is what I'm going to do. And this is what I want to send to people. So just start. (laughs) That's crazy. And what a good idea, too, especially for college girls, like to start with the new members and each year in your sorority. That's like that's an we literally we called them freshman mentors um, sororities. So, I mean, what a great place to start. I love it. Because that's how ours was. It was definitely, um, I'm the freshman Bible study leader. And because I'm very passionate about my faith. And I feel like that's something that going into college, it can get really loosened up because you're not going to church every week if you're not home and you don't have a place necessarily at your college town yet. And so I want to sort of give like a little haven to the freshmen that were just as scared as I was coming into it and so unsure. I moved six hours away from my home, didn't know anyone. And so it's just, it's having that positive reinforcement that they're going to be okay. Yeah, I love it. And they so need that too. Just sweet little freshmen. We love them. Um, well, thank you so much for being on today, Lizzie. You are the greatest. Um, I just adore talking to you. I mean, seriously, like all through Miss Texas Week and anytime I see you, you are just a light. And I am honored to share initials with you. So, <laughs> um, so thank you so much. And I will see you guys on our next episode. Bye, y'all.